Welcome to the Rebranded Teacher Podcast. My name is Lauren Fulton. I'm a full-time teacher, author, and seller on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I help other teacher entrepreneurs grow their TPT businesses in a purposeful, sustainable way. So if you're looking for actionable, step-by-step ways to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Today is part two of our three-part coaching call series. If you missed last week's episode, you definitely want to go check that out. We talked all about my three best tips for reaching four-figure months on Teachers Pay Teachers consistently. And this week, we're talking to Danielle. Danielle is not new to Teachers Pay Teachers. She's been selling for nine years, and she's ready to take her store to the next level and give herself options. And one of the things that is unique to Danielle is that she serves a pretty niche field. She creates resources for special ed inclusion teachers. And so one of the big things that we're talking about today is how to help her market find her. So if you want to learn more about how to grow your business and help your market get connected with you, then today's episode is for you. Let's go ahead and listen in because I can't wait for you to meet Danielle. Hey, Danielle, how are you? Hi, Lauren. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you today and to hear about your TPT journey and to talk about goals with you and goal setting with you. So let's dive right in. Tell me about you. Tell me about your store, your TPT journey so far. So I actually started TPT a long time ago, back in September of 2012. I just graduated with my master's in elementary education And I dove right into a recession, unfortunately. So Teachers Pay Teachers was a great outlet for all the passion I had. I really didn't know a lot about creating products when I first started, and I didn't spend a lot of time working on it. I really enjoyed it. I just didn't make a lot of money. Moving forward, I taught for five years in the general education classroom. I taught kindergarten and first grade. And then I made a switch a year ago to go back to grad school, and I'm a special education teacher now. In my store, I sell a lot of kindergarten classroom resources. And now the past year, of course, I've added a lot of differentiated resources for a variety of students accessing an adapted curriculum. So that's really awesome. So it sounds like you have a very specific niche and you have a target audience and you're meeting a specific need in your field, which is amazing. So tell me about where your Teachers Pay Teachers store is at as compared to where you would have wanted it to be when you started nine years ago. So talk to me a little bit about that. Talk to me about where you're at. So I feel like I've been doing this so long that I should be making more money, but I really haven't invested the time into it until this past year. So now I'm kind of, I've kind of found this passion to be creating more products and especially I teach autistic students and a lot of the things I need, I can't find. So I really enjoy making things that I can use in the classroom. So I know that they work and I just want to help other sellers, especially self-contained teachers who just can't find resources to use. I'm making a couple hundred a month. I'd love to see that grow, but I know I need to spend more time making more products. I just have 63 products and I listened to your last podcast and I know I need to be focusing on bundles. So I think that's my goal for the next few months is to create more bundles. Okay. I love it. So at first for a second there, I thought you had said that you were making a couple hundred products a month. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) that is incredible. 
So talk to me, you've got 63 products total, which is not a bad number. You can make a decent amount of money, more than a few hundred dollars a month with 63 products, especially I feel like if you're meeting a specific need, which it sounds like you are. So of those 63 products, how many of those would you say are geared towards the niche that you are so passionate about? Where we're helping students with autism with materials that are made and tailored specifically for them and helping the teachers who are looking for those. About how many of those 63 products would you say are specifically for that niche? Probably eight. (laughs) Okay. I love it. So tell me about these products that you have. Tell me a little bit about them. One of my best sellers is this new product I made and it's a morning work binder and it's adapted. So For example, students come in in the morning and we're really trying to build that independence for them. So it's matching, it's sorting skills, everything that they can do so that we can build that independence. Of course, there's some kids where there's an aid right behind them, but we're using least to most, least to most prompting so that we can build that independence, that responsibility. You come in, you do your work, then you earn something. And I love the product because I use it every single day in my room and I change things out if, you know, kids are getting bored, if they are gaining higher level skills, I'll change out things, everything from money to, because I'm really passionate about life skills too. Like money is something they should know. Basic sorting skills, matching, one-to-one matching and time. Time is a big one too. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm so, I'm so happy that you're creating those resources and that you're going to, you're going to give teachers so much of their time back and they need to meet you. So this is starting to make a lot of sense. All right. So you mentioned talking about, you listened to the last week's episode where I had dive deep into talking about product lines and why you need a product line and bundling all of that. So you already got that piece there. What I want to talk to you about, because you have a very specific niche, and I'm going to assume that even though it's tailored specifically towards students who have autism, I'm going to assume that this could probably also be used by other special ed students or maybe even general ed students, it would just be more differentiated. Would I be correct in assuming that? Yeah. Like I said, I made a lot of kindergarten products and some of those products I do use with my students. Some of my students are at that kindergarten level. Some are at the fourth grade level. And I really enjoy making special ed products because it can reach a variety of grades because as special ed teacher, you can have a kindergarten student and a sixth grade student in the same class. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's let's talk about this then, because my my first thought that comes to my head is you're going to make this huge product line. It's going to be absolutely incredible. You're going to bundle all of these things together. But then how do we get your buyer to find you? Because what happens a lot of times with these really niche topics is that you have this incredible resource that a lot of people want, but they've stopped looking for it because every time they look, they can't find it. And so if they don't know that you're out there, they don't know to come and, to come and get it, right? So let's talk a little bit about marketing. You found me on Instagram, so I know you're on Instagram, but to what level? Are you on Instagram personally? Are you on Instagram professionally? Or, you know, talk to me about marketing where are you at with your email list? Where are you at 
with any type of social media marketing? That's a great question. My marketing strategy is a little non-existent where like I have Pinterest and I pin a little bit and it is, you know, my brand, Miss Whimsy, but I'm not like, I don't have the knowledge of marketing and I am on Instagram. I've got a full 80 followers. I've been focusing this last year on like SEO research and kind of learning more about that so that if I use the right keywords, people can find me. Okay. I love that. So when you say SEO and if you use the right keywords, are you talking about SEO for Pinterest, for Google, for for TPT? What what kind of SEO are we talking about? Teachers pay teachers. When I look at my data, it shows that a lot of people are finding me through teachers pay teachers. Perfect. So SEO on TPT is virtual for absolutely anybody. I think though, if I were you and I wanted to plan out a product line that was tailored towards something very, very specific and very niche. My go-to might not be Instagram, even though I really love Instagram. And my go-to probably also would not be Pinterest, although you should be doing Pinterest because it's passive, right? You put it out there, it's there forever. My, My thought would be to create a Facebook group, a community for teachers Because I feel like the passion that you were talking about to me when you were saying, this is what I love. I'm really passionate about helping students with autism and helping teachers who teach those students get the resources and the tools that they need in order to help those students succeed. And my immediate thought when you were talking was, wow, I bet she would be an incredible facilitator for these conversations that need to be had and maybe don't have a place to be had. So my thought was while you're creating these resources, you could start a Facebook group and maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe, maybe you could tell me, but I feel like there's something about that specific community where they are just big on, and I hate to keep using the word community, but they're really big on community and they feel like, sort of a family because they're all working towards the same common goal. So you're right. Self-contained teachers, we, we're we kind of like an island on our own because, you know, I have one other self-contained teacher at my school. And then, you know, throughout the district I work in, there's maybe 10. So it's helpful for us to get together and have those conversations. And I think that's a great idea. Um, I'm not on Facebook, so I better get on it. <laughs> Yes. And and here's what I would do. I would do two things. I would create yourself a Facebook page, which you, you have to have like a business account page. I would do that. And then I would also create a Facebook group. And the Facebook group would be where I would put the majority of my effort. But I would go ahead and have that Facebook page there. You can continue on with Instagram. And this is something I wish I, I, wish I would have done. <laughs> was that every time you post on Instagram, just go ahead and let it automatically post to your Facebook page, that business page, because I would really think about the long game part of this where you may have to do more advertising than the average person. And you may get a a greater return on your investment with advertising than the average person because there's not a lot to choose from for people in your field. So I would start by establishing that Facebook page so that when you go to do an ad, a Facebook ad, it's not coming from an empty page where it has like five likes and, you know, and, and zero content on it. 
So I would start that rolling and just have that going in the background, but then I would go ahead and create that group and every single product you put out, you need to be linking, join our Facebook community where we're talking about A, B, C, and D. You need to be linking to that in every single one. You also want to start an email list. Those are going to be, I think, your two biggest things are your, if unless you may already have an email list. So you say you're shaking your head. No. Yeah. You want to start an email list and you want to have your Facebook group. And I'm going to say those are probably going to be the two biggest marketing pieces for you because people are going to be buying from someone that they know, like, and trust. And I see having that Facebook group as a place where people can actually come in and ask questions and you can go live in a very safe space and talk about something that I feel like, it, especially when you're working in the special education world, it's totally different to get on Instagram with a public profile and talk about your day and talk about the things that you're seeing in your students. Because even though it may not be like a violation of privacy in the way that you do it, somebody might like they might know who you're talking about because we're talking about you working with a very small number of students. But if you're in a very safe space in a Facebook group and it's private and it's closed specifically to teachers who do what you do, I feel like you're going to be able to be a little bit more obviously still following all protocols and laws and keeping, you know, privacy. But but you'll be able to kind of speak from experience a little bit more and a little bit more freely inside of a closed group. And I feel like having that place to share with people, you're going to have a much smaller number of people in your Facebook group than you would if you worked on building a platform on Instagram, but it's going to be so much more effective because of the community environment. So I'm thinking that and then grow your email list. Start creating free content for people inside of your niche that is very specific to what you're making and to what you offer and start offering that to them. Say, hey, guys, I just I created this for my classroom. I'm going to use it tomorrow. If anybody wants it, you can go grab it here. You know, start sharing that content with them. Start growing that email list. And I'm telling you. I think that that's going to be the biggest game changer for you because you already know you need to create a product line. You already know you need to bundle those resources and give people the opportunity to purchase resources from you, like a a large number of resources from you. And you already have the very specific niche and meeting a very specific need. So really, to me, the key to making that successful is going to be getting those teachers to find you. So talk to me, give me some feedback. What's resonating with you? Do you have any hesitancies with that? Or do you have any questions about how that would be implemented? I think those are great ideas. The Facebook group, building a community through an email following as well. I know as I, when I just started as a self-contained teacher, I, again, felt like I was an on, on an island and we don't get curriculum. We, we kind of have to search for it. So being able to talk about what works, what doesn't work, and and share ideas, especially since we teach so many grade levels, so many disabilities, it's helpful to have a community to kind of brainstorm ideas with. So can you see this working for your business? Like, do you see this as something that you can do alongside with creating this new product line? Do you see this as something that's totally doable for you? 
Yeah, I definitely think it's totally doable. And I think it'll benefit me in my business as well as my teaching career. Okay, cool. So I, I really believe that those those things are going to be the key to your success is that just figuring out that marketing piece along with creating and completing out those product lines. And I think that once you get that one product line that you are working on, once you get that complete, you'll already have requests inside of your Facebook group for something else. And you'll already have your next thing planned out for you. You know, your audience will be dictating. I think that they will dictate to you what it is that they want. So talk to me about where you would like to see your business in three years. So I'm open to Teachers Pay Teachers being a full-time job just because I really enjoy creating products. I'd love to see a consistent monthly four-digit number, but I know I need to invest more time in my business. And it's hard when you know I'm working full-time and I have a child, but I'd love to see it grow a little more and I don't know, contemplate the idea of leaving the classroom. I'm not sure yet, but I'm open to it. You like for it to be an option. And at the end of the day, I think that's where most TPT sellers are. It's not that you start off saying, I don't want to do this anymore. It's just, you would like to have an option, you know? And I, I believe wholeheartedly, now I haven't seen your work, but if you are creating high quality professional resources and you're meeting that specific need and you have a way to reach your audience so that they can find you, four figures a month is nothing. I can't stress this enough. I feel like a lot of people spend a long time on teachers pay teachers and they they see that there's some potential there, but it's not quite enough of a return on their investment for them to make sacrifices in their life. And so I totally understand and I empathize with that, but I wish more people understood how doable this is. It's very very doable. And so I, I believe a hundred percent, if you do this and you create, let's say 50 niche products. And if you create that Facebook group, you get that email list going and you create those 50 products, you're going to be sitting in a totally different spot next year. This time, I strongly believe that the world needs what you're selling. Like teachers need what you're selling. I've seen teachers working inside the self-contained classroom. They are doing entirely too much work. It's ridiculous the amount of content that they have to create for every single subject, for every single child, every single day. What you have to offer them is life-changing. They will buy this and they'll love you for it because you'll free up so much time. It's just a matter of getting it created. So I strongly believe you get that created, girl, I'm telling you, totally different conversation this time next year. Thank you. I agree with your ideas. And I really, I want to take the stress off teachers because I know having been a gen ed teacher, having been a sped teacher, like we are stressed, especially now during COVID, like we need to work less, work smarter, not harder, take care of ourselves, take care of our family. And Teachers Pay Teachers is really, it's been a great outlet and a great way to help other teachers. And I'd love to be able to reach more and creating that community would really be great. 
they need to meet your resources and it needs to happen. So I think if you just make that your goal, you make that your mission of teachers need to meet me. They need my resources because I'm going to free up their time. And so I'm going to find a way for you to meet me and it, it, it'll it happen. It'll absolutely happen. So I'm super excited for you, Danielle. Do you have any questions for me before we hop off? Yeah. I was wondering, you know how we have those featured items on the top of our store page? Does it matter what kind of items they are like bestsellers, new products? Can be a combination of all of all those. I put my bundles there. So I put my high priced bundles there. I put the ones there that I think that are going to sell the most or I put the ones that are the most expensive. That's what I have right now. I have the most expensive there and it actually works. Whatever you have there, people will buy if, if of your bundles. They will notice those bundles first because it's not super often that your bundles end up in that bestseller category on that first page, because usually you're not going to sell as many of those as you will single products. And so definitely putting those in the featured. So as soon as you get a bundle going, you just start sticking them right up there. It does not matter that they don't have any reviews on them. Totally fine. Doesn't matter. People don't pay nearly as much attention to reviews as we think that they do. So just put them up there. Otherwise, I would do a mixture of your bestseller right? Your bestseller. So most reviewed so that when people see that storefront, they see, oh, you know what? Immediately people like her stuff, right? So we're going to put our best rated bestseller right up there. I'm also going to make sure that I have something that I feel like represents, best represents the niche that I teach. So a lot of times I'll go into when I'm auditing a store, People will put their bestsellers up there, but it won't be anything that's niche related. So that is also super important so that when I'm coming onto your storefront, I see who you are, who you sell to, what types of resources you make, and they're all represented right there. So bestseller, but it needs to be the bestseller in your niche. And if you have a couple of one-off things in your store that have taken off, but they don't represent who you are and what you do, don't put them there. Because ultimately the people that we want to follow us are the people who love who we are and what we do, not the people who love the inspirational classroom posters or whatever it is, the one-off things that we make. So that's what I would use it for. I would pick, I would pick those things that you believe best represent who you are and what you do and have your top sellers there until you get your bundles. You've been so helpful, Lauren. Thank you so much for all your advice. Thank you so much, Danielle. I'm so glad you agreed to do this this morning. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would take a second and leave me a review on the podcast. Next week, we'll be back with more. We're going to be talking to a third teacher entrepreneur who wants to grow her business, and we're going to be wrapping up this coaching call series. In the meantime, if you want to listen to more coaching calls, make sure you listen to last week's episode with Ellen, and then you'll also find another great coaching call on episode 11, and I'll see you back here next week. If you want to learn more and grow more with me, then you can find me inside of Rebranded Teacher Academy. Rebranded Teacher Academy is a low-cost monthly membership that gives you access to my entire course and content catalog from courses for brand new TPT sellers like Selling 101 to more advanced sellers inside of Strategic Growth, Ditch the Overwhelm, a quick start library where you can pick any topic that you would like to learn more about, watch a short video, and then immediately implement what you learned with a corresponding workbook. But what RTA members tend 
to love most are the monthly challenge and strategy sessions where every single month I give you step-by-step strategies that you can implement inside of your business in the form of a fun monthly challenge that helps you move your business forward every single month. If you want to learn more about Rebranded Teacher Academy and how you can become a member, you can find more about that down inside of the description. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you would share about it on social media and help other TPT sellers find it too. I'll see you right here next week.